Welcome to the Gracefully Growing Podcast, a show for apostolic Pentecostal ladies, moms, young women who are looking to grow in their faith and their walk with God. I'm your host, Aaliyah, and this podcast is dedicated to providing you with practical tips, inspiration, and encouragement to help you navigate the ups and downs of life while keeping your focus on Jesus Christ. Each week, we'll bring you things like conversations with women who will share their insights and wisdom on topics such as prayer, motherhood, marriage, and much more. We'll also be bringing you episodes diving deeper into topics that affect us today, like our topic today, What is a Woman of Grace? Our goal is to help you gracefully grow in Jesus and to become a woman who is rooted in the Word of God, empowered by the Holy Ghost, and equipped to face whatever the enemy may bring your way. So whether you're a busy mom trying to just keep everything together, a young woman just starting out discovering truth for yourself, or really anyone in between, we invite you to join us on this journey of graceful growing. Today, we're going to talk about what is grace and what it means to be a woman of grace. Grace is the undeserved, unmerited, and freely given love and mercy that God shows toward humanity. It enables us as mere humans to have a relationship with the one and only eternal God. And it is received through faith in Him, in Jesus Christ. Grace represents the forgiving and compassionate nature of Jesus toward humanity, despite all of our shortcomings and all of our failures. It is an act of love that is freely given without any expectation of something in return. Ephesians 4 and 7 says, But to each one of us, grace has been given as Christ apportioned it. This verse reminds us that each of us have been given a measure of grace by Jesus Christ, and we are called to use that grace to serve others and to build up the body of Christ. And as a woman of grace, we can use our gifts and the talents God has given us each individually and the nature God has given us as women to bring glory to God and to bless those around us. Being a woman of grace means, one, living out God's love and mercy in every part of our lives. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. This verse reminds us that God's grace is always available to us, even in our weakest moments. I know myself, being a mom of two, sometimes I feel so weak, not only physically and mentally, but also spiritually. I know two children is not a lot to some, but I'm only 25, and trust me, they can be a handful. It's hard for me, for us as women, to find time for ourselves or for our spouses, and even, frankly, sometimes, you know, it feels like it's hard to find time for God. I know personally in the last few years, I felt so emotionally weak that I really just didn't know what I should do. It wasn't until I really started faithfully reading the Word of God and talking with God, having conversations with Him every night, no matter what happened, like He was my best friend, that I finally started to feel strength. Having children, especially small children, I have one that is one-year-old, and she is a handful. And then I have an almost three-year-old, and he is even more of a handful. So dealing with them and having a house that is constantly needing tidying up or cleaning, it can seriously drain you physically, mentally, 
And sometimes even spiritually, because if it drains you mentally, you're going to start feeling depressed. And when you start feeling depressed, you start spending less time with God, generally. And it just drains you. So, back in April of 2019, we, me and my husband and I, before any of our other children, we faced the loss of our very first child. Um, her name is Heaven, and we say that she's a girl just because we feel that she was going to be a girl, or she was a girl. And we just faced weakness and despair that, I mean, I felt that in the month leading up to and the months after our loss. And it was honestly beyond anything I could even explain to you. I felt so weak and depressed, and I was questioning God. I would sit in the parking lot of my husband's job, just needing some closeness, some sense of not feeling lonely, just being near him. I was so depressed. I would go to the chapel at the church, or at not at the church, but at the hospital, I guess knowing that I lost her there. Um, it just really, I, I don't know, there was... I went to that chapel to find peace, I guess, and uh, I guess it did help a little bit, but I, I was just so depressed. I, like I said, I was questioning God. Like, why did you let this happen to me? Is it something I did? But in the end, I found strength in God. Even in such a weak moment, I was able to find small rays of hope, like sitting in that chapel, just feeling like I was close to God. Through all of that, God showed me grace and that his grace was indeed sufficient for me, even though I didn't feel like it. And he pulled me out of that grief, comforted me. He blessed me with my son, Jonathan, in June of 2020. And it's in those moments that I realized that only through the strength of God can I really find peace and strength for myself. And as women of grace, we can rely on God's strength, his mercy, and his power to carry us through those difficult and stressful times. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 through 9 says, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. This is a reminder that our salvation is truly a gift from God. It is not something we can earn or something that we can achieve through any effort of our own. It is a gift from God. The Holy Ghost is a gift from God. And if someone had a gift for you, wouldn't you want it? Wouldn't you gladly receive a gift if someone had a gift for you? God has freely given us salvation as a gift. He has extended his grace so that we can receive the Holy Ghost and be saved and live a holy life that is pleasing and acceptable unto him. As women of grace, we can extend that same gift of grace to others, not only by sharing truth and sharing the word of God and telling others about this wonderful salvation and the gospel and the truth of Acts 2.38, offering love to strangers, being gentle in our speech and sharing truth and love and being compassionate. Colossians chapter 4 verse 6 says, Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that ye may know how to answer everyone. And this verse encourages us to do just that. To speak with kindness and love in every single interaction we have with others. Reflecting the love and character of Jesus Christ. This goes back to the topic of what grace is. 
and grace is forgiveness and showing mercy to others. And then when we speak to others, we show compassion and mercy to people. Like when we have been done wrong, when we've been talked about, instead of coming back out of spite and speaking profane things or even our tone of voice being rude to others, instead we come back and we show grace to those people. We show mercy to those people. We show forgiveness to those people. And we come back with a gentle tone. And sometimes we even may have to sit down and say, Okay, Lord, you see my heart. You see how I want to respond to this. Um, but I'm trusting you and I'm, I'm doing what I know is right. And I'm going to be graceful in this situation and be calm and gentle and have a gentle tone. And sometimes God may not even want you to say anything at all. Colossians chapter 3 verse 12 says, Clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, and gentleness, and patience. It reminds us to cultivate the qualities of grace in our daily lives, such as compassion and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience as women of grace, so that we might be a reflection of Jesus' love to those around us, to God's love. I want to be so enveloped in the grace of God that when someone looks at me and someone sees me on the street, they just don't see my outward appearance, but they, they can feel the love of God. They can see and feel something different in me. I want to be so clothed in grace that when I see someone on the street who asks for something, if I can help them, if they need something, if I can help them, instead of being prideful and rejecting them and turning them away, if I can be a good to them in some way, that I use the grace that God has given me to bless them and to help them. In that, in that same manner that Christ has showed compassion towards us we should show compassion and kindness to others but showing kindness to others is very important but at the same time we should learn as women it's very hard to learn how to be kind to ourselves show kindness to ourselves I myself tend to overthink a lot of the time and I blame myself for a lot of things that truly I have no control over situations that I couldn't change and I beat myself up I'm not kind to myself in those situations I am not the woman I need to be I'm not the woman that I want to become and I'm definitely not the kind of woman that I want my daughter to see as she grows and uses me as an example in every manner that I can we should live our lives. I should live my life in the lane of kindness, compassion, seeking to be peacemakers and peacekeepers in my home and in my life. We are called to be humble, not puffed up, not vain. And we should realize that everything we have, everything we've been given, whether it be financial blessing, whether it be a house, a car, whether it be good health, whatever it is, everything we have, is because of God. We have nothing. We are nothing without Jesus. We are but dust without Jesus. The hardest of all, I believe, is learning to be patient. 
and waiting on things here in this life, external things, but also waiting on God, waiting on Him to move instead of trying to move things ourselves. I myself find it very hard to be patient with God sometimes, I confess. I usually want an answer to my problem right then, and I want to know how it all works out, and I want to know how to fix it. It's just in my nature. I just want to know, and it eats at me if I don't. But, you know, if, if I want that healing or I want that miracle, I want it right now, you know. But sometimes God just doesn't work like that. Sometimes he just wants us to wait. He wants us to show that we trust him, that we can wait on his timing. You know, sometimes God just doesn't work like that, but sometimes he does. And sometimes he answers immediately. Sometimes he heals immediately. But sometimes he wants to teach us just how to hold on and to trust him. To wait on his, him, knowing that his timing is perfect. His strength is perfect. We should trust in him and wait on him, trusting patiently in his timing. Because as we know, God is always on time. He's never been late. He's never early. But he's always on time. I love that song that says, He's always on time. When he's four days late and all hope is gone, he's on time. He's, he's not really late. <laughs> he's on time. Although it may seem late to us, his timing's perfect. As a woman of faith, we are called to be graceful in all aspects of our lives. That doesn't just mean being physically graceful, but rather being gracious, kind, and compassionate toward ourselves and others. It means extending love and forgiveness to those who may have wronged us and being quick to listen and slow to speak. When we reflect the qualities of Jesus, we become literal vessels of his love and his grace to those around us. We are called to be patient, gentle, and selfless in our interactions with others. We are called to be humble, recognizing again that everything we have comes from God and we are nothing without him. Being a graceful woman in Christ means living a life that is pleasing to God. It means prioritizing our relationship with Him above all else, everything in our life, and striving to be more like Him every single day. It means seeking to serve others even when we may not want to, just as Jesus came to serve us when He died on the cross and He made the ultimate sacrifice because He loved us. As we grow in grace, we are continually being transformed into the image of Christ. We are learning to love more deeply, forgive more readily, and extend grace more freely. And in doing so, we are becoming the woman that God created us to be. So to all the women listening today, I encourage you to embrace the grace that God has given you. Allow his love to fill your heart, overflow into the lives of those around you, and remember that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that God has a plan and a purpose for your life. Even if you can't see it right now, there's a plan and there's a purpose. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. God's got it all in his hands. He's got it. He's, he's in control. He's in control of everything. He knows the hair on your head. He knows everything. Don't give up. Grow in grace. Try to be better. I'm growing every single day. I am not the person I want to be by no means, but I'm striving to be that graceful, caring, compassionate person more and more every day. 
So with that, guys, we come to the end of today's episode of Gracefully Growing. I really appreciate you joining me, and I look forward to exploring more topics related to grace and growth in the future. But until then, ladies, keep growing in grace and reflecting in the qualities of Jesus in all that you do.